The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. Day 38 is upon us of Summer in the Psalms. You're listening to Amen, Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Acting like Jesus. It's what we want you to do. So we are making our way through the book of Psalms, which Jesus and other New Testament guys quote. A lot of times we can breeze through parts of scripture and go, eh, I don't really get that. It's not, doesn't really fit with my personality, my interests. I really like this or I really like that. I like my, my baby Jesus to do this and mine to do that. We got to take the whole counsel of scripture. And I don't know about you. I'm just going to be real honest. Sometimes, especially with everything that's been going on and how we're journeying through this book we're doing it in a way that um we read a lot of the other parts of the bible you know we just read it front to back beginning to end but the psalms just so you know if you're getting a little like overwhelmed going on this journey that's okay now i I encourage you to stick to it don't bail on me here but because even me there's times where i'm like oh I feel like we're in a rut, but here's the thing. These are planting seeds. And whether you know it or not, one day you're going to come back to this and you're going to go, oh, what did he say that one time? Or what did I read in Psalms at one time? And of course, we talked about how the best way to use Psalms on a moving forward basis on a year to year day in and day out basis is to read a couple of them at a time along with something else in the Bible. That's kind of how a lot of the reading plans that are out there do it. But we wanted to intentionally take this journey together together, so that we can understand it even better when we use it in that in that way. So uh, we're on day 38. I skipped Psalm 119. I'm going to come back to that next week. We're going to really dig into Psalm 119 next week. But Uh, Psalm 120 starts a series of psalms that we touched on at church. I don't know if we, I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast or not. These things kind of run together sometimes. That that these are kind of like Psalm 84. They're pilgrimage psalms. They're psalms, they're prayers and, and songs that are meant to be used by God's people as they journey back to his presence. Used to be when there was a temple in Jerusalem and there was one place where God's presence really just shone, uh, people would take trips. It would take days and weeks at a time, but they would go back for certain festivals or certain times of the year to uh, do their offerings in the temple, to sort of make sure that they were right with the Lord and to worship him there. And it sort of sustained them for the rest of the time. Now we know now that on this side of the cross, that that is not the way we do things, that that our, we're a living sacrifice ourselves. We don't make sacrifices and, and that the presence of God, now that the veil is torn, is among us as people. Is God's people, and so we don't need to feel him more in one place or another. Uh, that where two or three are gathered, there he is. The presence of God is stronger when 
when his people get together. But we have these psalms uh, and songs and prayers. Uh, start, to today, if you're following along, you're reading 120 through 126. Um, and that, just to kind of take you through, you know, bird's eye view, 120 is, is asking for rescue because there's times when you don't feel like God is there and, and you need someone, you, you want God to bail you out of a situation. And, and so you cry out to him. So 120 was that for, for God's people. 121 was, was get, kind of supposed to give you some assurance that, that your help comes from the Lord. Look, look to him uh, first and foremost for your help, that help that you just asked for in 120. Um, 122 is a prayer for peace. And, not, and by the way, none of these are really long psalms. They're, they're kind of short and to the point. Uh, but Psalm 122 is a prayer for peace. Uh, by the way, peace is not just the absence of conflict. It's the ability to have rest and contentment, um, even in tough situations. And, and so uh, peace is, is very much uh, desired uh, by God's people at that time. Uh, Psalm 123 tells us to focus on heaven. To, it asks for mercy. Uh, it even says, we've had our fill of arrogant people. By the way, I read that one. Can I get an Amen. Like sometimes I've had enough fill of me when I'm arrogant, but I'm just done with that. Lord, can we just can we just be thankful for you? Can we just focus on heaven for a little bit? Uh, Psalm one twenty four uh, shows uh, a little bit of thankfulness for the, all the times that God has rescued you. They're like, imagine Israel that if God hadn't done this for you, but He has. Like, be thankful for that. Uh, Psalm 125 is kind of some affirmation that if you trust in God, you will have security, that those who trust in God will gain that, that uh, sound mind, that peace of mind, and that, that security. And Psalm 126 is, is asking God uh, for restoration and asking for, for a happy outcome to um, their, whether it be their journey or the, the enemies that they're facing. So these are all like really short prayers um, that might be a good idea if one of those really identifies with you, well, you identify with it that really hits different for you at this particular time in your life, maybe write that psalm down somewhere, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it somewhere at, at work, at your, on your, at your desk, at school or whatever, and and put it in a place where you can memorize that and you can pray through that. Um and I know you're thinking, why well, do I got to pray the same thing every day? Sometimes it just takes that, right? Sometimes you just need to pray over and over again that same prayer for peace. And it does uh, it does make a way for you to kind of outlet those concerns and take them to God. Uh, it's a really cool thing to do. So these Psalms in this run here that you're reading today are really good for that because they're not super long like Psalm 119 was. Something you could even memorize, get to the point where after you've wrote it on a sheet of paper and you've looked at it enough that you could just recall it in your heart and in your mind and then, and then pray it. But the overarching thing that I came to understand as I read through these Psalms today was, and this is something that, that affects us in, in the culture that we live in today, where is this, this sort of moral relativity, this sort of gray area that permeates everything we do that says, well, What's good for you may not be good for me, and what's right for you may not be right for me. But the source of all this conflict in in these psalms and throughout the world all the time uh, is people that do not think 
or act or agree with the way that God has set the world up to operate. And so if you really want peace, if you really want an outcome of happiness, if you really want rescue and restoration, like all these Psalms are asking for in this day and time, you can't get it through kind of the the squishy, spineless, um, passive way of, of dealing with, with sin and dealing with uh, you know, prevailing thoughts and theories. It's like, sometimes we just can't agree to disagree. Like sometimes, you know, murder is wrong and we can't agree to disagree on that because when you disagree about that, that, that is very offensive to, could, could potentially be very offensive to me and make for not peace, but chaos and, and hurt and pain. And so there's this, this idea that if we, everyone would just believe what they what they think is right. In fact, the Bible said there were times throughout the history of God's people where, where they did what was right in their own eyes. And that did not turn out well. That did, if it, there was any peace, it did not last. It was flimsy it, and, it, and it, it didn't work. And so as I'm reading through all this, I'm like, man, if I wish there was an easy way to circumvent this conflict. There's not. The, the only way that we have peace on earth, the only way that we have contentment and happiness and joy is when the, God's kingdom come and his will is done on earth as it is in heaven. If we, by us submitting to uh, the righteousness and the holiness of God and what he says is right and what he says is wrong. That, that, that is how you have order. That is how you have comfort. That is how you have peace. And so we get that security and peace when we trust in him and follow that accordingly.